This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. East Clare Musical Society presents Sister Act this week in Scarf Community College Hall from Thursday the 6th to Sunday the 9th. Jim Collins chatted to musical director Johnny O'Brien during the week to find out how preparations were going. I'm joined on the line now by the musical director of Sister Act, Johnny O'Brien. Johnny, you're very welcome to Scariff Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much, Jim. I, I suppose uh, we're we're less than a week to go now before the before the first night, and uh, I suppose you're you're they probably you probably have as much as you can do done at this stage, uh, rehearsal wise. That's exactly right, Jim. We're chomping at the bit at this stage now, and. Um, yeah, exactly a week to go. So, um, and uh, no, it's it, it's getting very exciting for everyone now. We've, we've a lot of work done. They're ready to go. And as you say, we can't do much more until we get up on the stage. Yes. And um, this weekend, so um, you know, show week is is to say is, is where it all just becomes very real. Yes. And we have our um, costumes all the way from Scotland coming on Sunday. So that'll create, you can imagine, great excitement among the ladies especially. Of course, and, yes. Um, so they're really looking forward to that. And that makes, as I said, that makes it very much um, real. And and then on Sunday, also, our set is arriving. We're, we're, we're hiring a set from Galway and it's a fabulous set. It's just um, beautifully um, made and, and very ornate. And that's coming on Sunday. And then we finally have our orchestra coming on Sunday as well, our nine-piece orchestra arriving on Sunday. So it's... Um, it's 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 going to hit us now like a ton of bricks, but we're ready for it, you know. I know, and you've um, you've done sorry. this loads of times, Johnny, with mm. many many musicals dating back over what about fifteen to twenty years or so. Well, so maybe twenty years now, Jim. Yeah, yeah, twenty years. So, what are the last few days like for for yourself as the musical director and and yeah. for the cast? Well, yeah, I mean, personally speaking, I, I love the last few days. I love that, as I said, that Sunday when the orchestra arrived in the room, and and for for people. A lot of the cast, it's very overwhelming to hear an orchestra. Um, it would never have you know, been that close up to them. And uh, I, I, that really creates a buzz of excitement. You can feel the ripple of excitement uh, through the cast. I've always noticed that. And um, so for me, yeah, look, my work is kind of done at this stage. Now. So Sunday's a busy day for me because it's all, I only get one chance with the orchestra to meet them. And we get about two or three hours to play through the show. But they're all professional musicians and know what they're doing. Um so for those two or three hours, but after that, then uh, it it just um, takes on life of its own, and it's 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 very enjoyable for me because, as I say, we we were in a very good place. We started rehearsing um, back in November, actually, so we got a lot of the groundwork done before Christmas. Yes. and it's lovely to know it's lovely to be in a place where um, you know your stuff, and and there's no because t- there's enough things will happen this week anyway without having to worry about you know. Our material. So, whatever I suppose, one of the lessons I've learned about putting on live a live show is that um, you know you have to just solve problems on the spot in the last week, and those challenges I'd call them challenges rather than problems. Tra- challenges, and everyone has to kind of just do that, and, and everyone ups their game, and um, that's as I say, that's part of the excitement. And um, yeah. yeah, so look at you know it, it, it's it's as I say, it's um, we're ready to go, and uh, can't wait to. And will you will you have uh, a couple of full dress rehearsals with the orchestra yeah. then this week? Yeah. What happens is on Sunday night um, at seven o'clock we we'll be in the hall and um, 
So we have the orchestra then that night, and then we kind of run through the show. So it's actually our first time um, being on the stage because normally we would have done our show this time of the year, and um, with the with the dramatists for lunch for the, for the last two weeks, they're finishing to, on Saturday night, so they'll be clearing up uh, the hall on Sunday. So normally we'd be in the hall rehearsing for a couple of weeks, but this year we can. So it's fine. So it just means everything's condensed into those few hours on Sunday evening. So, um, and um, then, as I say, but it's, it's full on from there on, you know? Yes. Okay. And of course, the tickets have been available for the last couple of weeks or so online. Um, are they are they moving fairly well? Yeah, going very well. I think Thursday, our concession night is, is pretty close to being sold out. I don't want to do any scaremongering, but I think there's about 50 or 60 tickets left for, for Thursday. And and then Friday, maybe maybe 100 left, I think. So they're going very well. I think they're about two-thirds sold out a week out. So I've never had that before. But from my, my experience talking to other groups I've done this show, this show tends to sell out. It's just got that feel-good factor, just direct. And um, so I'd be advising people, you know, and, I, and this weekend to, 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 to make plans. And that's when people normally do the weekend before. They kind of make their plan for the week and organize so um, let themselves. So yeah, going very very well, and we do expect it to sell out. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Okay. I suppose maybe the the week before it isn't the time uh, for reflection. It's more a time for action. But um, oh, for sure. I, I suppose yeah. that the show Johnny and the East Clare Musical Society, you know, they, they have they have made a remarkable impact on on East Clare in terms of entertainment, in terms of career choice, uh, and in terms of just you know the the whole music of East Clare. Indeed, Jim. Yeah, it has. Um, I suppose one of the things we're very proud of is the inclusivity of what we do. It brings people together from all walks of life, all 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 the different towns and villages, and people that would never meet. And and it's it's lovely to see that that dynamic taking place, and friendships are formed for for life with brilliant memories. And um, you know, yeah, as I say, it, it's it's just really um, exciting and, and enjoyable to see that. People just coming together in 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 in, in a comfort, in the pursuit of a common goal, you know. Yes, and yeah, yeah. We, so we, we're very lucky. Yeah, and 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 as you said, there are people have made careers out of it, and a lot of people have gone on and pursued it uh, um, as a career. And lovely to see those people coming back. I know Bashley Curran, um, will be home this weekend. Is is just uh, really can't wait to to. to to, to, to see what's we put up on stage. Yeah, so. we were talking to Vashti actually on our uh, mm. with Owen and Ruth on on our Christmas or our, our St Patrick's Day broadcast, and uh, very much looking forward to it as well. She was saying so. Um, yeah, this it's no. I would just even on your press night, Johnny, talking to yeah. a number of uh, cast members and cast members from outside the area who would have no other connection with East Clare. But um, it was remarkable how how much they they felt, let's say, welcomed into the area, and you know the contacts they have made. They have almost yeah. become East Clare people in a matter of a few months. For sure, I mean, yeah, there's a special bond that develops within the group if you go on that jersey over months. You spend a lot of time together in rehearsing time, and, uh, and um, you know, you, you develop that bond and. Um, you know, it's very empowering for people, the whole thing. And it just has a, a power of its own, a magic of its own, you know, the theatre. And, uh, yeah, they said, look, we've, we've, we've reached out this year into Tulla. We've, I think it's maybe four or five people in our cast from Tulla this year. And they're very strong and they're very committed. 
So they're going to bring a lot of support from that side. And also Killaloo. You might remember the Killaloo Male Voice Choir yes. um, last year in the cabaret. So Kevin uh, Kevin is, is, is one of our leads this year, and he's really... I think you spoke to him on that night. That's right, Kevin he's, Soddy. He's like... He was like really wonk in the chocolate factory. He's so excited. He can't get enough of it, you know? Yeah, and, uh, you know, he, he, just, he, he found his new tribe, you know? So, again, it's great to see those um, stories. You know. OK, brilliant. Well, Johnny, mm-hmm. just as we finish, in case anyone doesn't have a ticket uh, or isn't quite sure where to get them, where do they uh, look for a ticket for the nights that are still available? Yeah, I, I think it's um, the, the, the website uh, is Ticket Taylor. I'm just going to check it here now, um, Jim. Um, www.ticketaylor.ie. Okay. And, uh, yeah. and I'm sure if you check the Facebook page. Yeah, I think um, there's there's a link from the Facebook page of uh, there is, there's a link, there's of, a link. of East Clare Music Paul. Society. Okay, well, Johnny, if they want tickets, I'm sure they'll get them. And I'm sure and I hope that uh, it's a total sellout and that there are people scrounging around next Friday and Saturday and Sunday looking for tickets uh, with uh, and they're going to be very scarce. Absolutely. But Jimmy, when you have when you have a, a bunch of wild nuns running around the stage being chased <laughs> by some gangsters, local gangsters, that's look, that, that, that's um, comedy gold, you know, and, and they say it's such a feel good show. There's so much comedy. They'll be laughing and singing from start to finish. So of all the shows we've ever done, I would say this one is, you know, we'll we'll, we'll, um, almost supersede them all in terms of just entertainment. And we all need to lift it this time after the last couple of years we've had. Absolutely. So I'd encourage people to get out there and and get in early and don't be disappointed. Lovely. Well, Johnny O'Brien, musical director for Sister Act, on the being performed next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday by the East Clare Music Society. Many thanks for joining us. Well done and uh, every good wish for the performances next week, Johnny. Thanks very much, Jim, and you're welcome. Okay, okay. God bless now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Scarf GA Club is shortly undertaking a fundraising scrap metal collection in the parish. Jim Collins spoke to one of the organisers, Pat Minogue, about the arrangements and where the funds raised are going. Now, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Pat Minogue from Scariff GA Club. Pat, you're welcome again to Scariff Bay Community Radio. Thanks, William Jim. Pat, I understand there's a scrap, a scrap iron collection uh, in aid of um, the, the Scariff GA grounds. Uh, happening f- fairly soon, and you're one of the organisers. Yes, um, we're organising a scrap metal. Um, it has happened in a number of neighbouring parishes, like Ogunlaw and Kilimina, and uh, it has been very successful. And what we're about is collecting all machinery, any scrap steel, and batteries. Now, the batteries are mainly from cars, tractors or lorries. We don't want electric fence batteries. Yes. Any, say, wheels of cars or old bicycles, any iron barrels, any copper, any scrap cars that are around or any piece of iron. And what we don't want when we're collecting are any domestic appliances, the tires, paint cans, hazardous materials. Yes. Timber and glass and Electric fence batteries, you know, which a lot of farmers would have electric fences, but we don't need them 
They have no use for those batteries and we don't have t- televisions. We okay. don't need those. Yes. There's no, no use for them. Mind you, there are plenty of places for disposal of those items anyway. Yeah, in, the, in, in the immunity centre. In the immunity centre, yes. yes so, yes. Uh, tell me, so I, if I have something that in in my backyard or whatever that I want to get rid of, an old stove or some heavy object or whatever, uh, what's what do I do? Well, we have brought the parish down into four different areas. Um, the first area is the Capabayan Xi'an area, and Deirdre Tui is the coordinator up there. And then we have Mainoho. Um, Michael McNamara is the coordinator there. And then we have the Tanusker area going up as far as Cotadera and up as far as the, the bounds with um, the boundary with Kilinina. And in that area, David Jones, Cayman Nugent, and John O'Brien are the coordinators in that area. And then in the last area, which is the Fetal Road, Capro Upper Lower. And in my own area, um, the people there who are acting as coordinators are Andrew McDamara, Jeff Crossy, and myself. Okay. And if we're hoping that on Monday, the 10th of April, well, before that, um, we're hoping that each household will receive a little handout with the names of the people who are coordinating it and their phone numbers, so that if you have any material which you would like people to come and collect if you're not able to drop it off yourself, that um, people will call on the bank holiday Monday. There will be um, tractors and trailers on the road with a number of helpers. And anybody who wants help loading stuff or wants it collected, um, you can contact any of the coordinators and they will arrange for that to happen. Okay. And I suppose it's like everything else, it all adds up. So large items, small items, uh, you'll take anything, Pat? Anything which fits the criteria we will take and be very happy to take it and very thankful to get it. Okay. Um, we're hoping that the, the funds raised will go towards um, paying for the car park. Um, John, the new car park that has been done there on the GA grounds. Yes, and it's a fabulous um, job. It's a fabulous job and look at you. It's adds to the whole building area and makes it much more accessible for people who want to go to any event. So, um, yeah, it's more than just uh, a car park for for the GA, Pat. I oh, suppose yeah. uh, it's it can be used for many purposes. Yeah, I mean we've seen in occasions in the past if you had a big funeral and the GA grounds car park was used for parking and I mean there was it was well it. It was rough and ready at that time, and there was say potholes in it, and you know, it'd be wasted time. But now it's so the hall is used by many different groups, and it's very accessible, and it's clean, and it's tidy, and it's well. Look, John, I mean, it adds to the whole area. And then you, John, I mean, you had Mount Shannon drama group had a couple of nights down the hall, and remember back when Kevin Dundon came last year, there was flashlights. Been used to show people in around and parking, and you know, the ground wasn't the car park wasn't ready at that stage, but it's ready now. So, yes. hopefully, enough funds can be got to help pay it off. 
I know. I remember, and you probably do too, Pat, when the first building was put up there and uh, over the over the gate it said uh, Scarif GA Park and Community Hall. Exactly, and, and, yes. and, and it really, I suppose, is a community centre now in every sense of yes. the word. Yes, I mean, numerous different community groups are using it um, every week. So from even within and, with, and outside the parish, so it is. Um, it has become a hub for a lot of parish activities now at this stage, and it is um, the car park and the building is very meaningful to everybody. And you have the the gym, you have the hall, you have the kitchen, you have the radio centre, you have the astroturf. I mean, it's a fabulous community, you know, community yeah. hall and everything. Okay. Well, it's certainly it's 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 been a great it's a great job that has been done, and not least uh, the car park with the markings and the whole lot. So uh, yes. people can be assured that this scrap metal collection is going to a very uh, worthy cause. Worthy cause, yes. And also, Jim, just to mention that there is a skip has been placed in the at the back of the fire brigade building, and it will be opened. Uh, for a number of designated times um, from next week on, um, Joe Rogers and Dan Mack will probably have a sign up to say when it's open and it will be supervised, hopefully. Yes. So that will be a drop-off point for anybody who wants to drop off anything in the, around the town. And mm. there will be two drop-off points out in the country. One will be at Michael McNamara's farm in Mino, and the other will be at Jack Crossy's in Ireland. Okay, and of course, so, I suppose ideal for someone who wants to bring something themselves. It might be small; they might can carry it in the car, and they can drop it in there without any problem. Yeah, they can drop it there at the fire brigade, at the back of the fire brigade building, and most of the tractor trailers, um, actually being those, will go to the the two designated farmyards. Yes. Okay. And I suppose, like everything else, Pat. I mean, it's it's it helped clean up the area as well, the whole parish area, because I'm sure there's lots of scrap metal lying around the place which will never be used again, and which has only been covered with weeds. Yeah, but I mean, it gives an opportunity just to tidy up. I suppose the environment has become a very um, talked about event now that yeah. everything has been tidied up and everything else. So it's. It's an opportunity for anybody who wants to get rid of stuff and the fact that there'll be volunteers coming to, to collect it, it, it it's always, um, you know, it, uh, it'll be a helping hand yes. for anybody who's not in a position to do so themselves. Okay. Would you just give a quick run again, Pat, before we finish to those people in the different areas of the parish who are, you know, putting, who are working, putting this together? Yeah. Um, if we take the Capaban area, the contact person there is Deirdre Tuhi. And in the little leaflet which will be going out in the Capaban area, her phone number will be on the sheet which goes out. Yeah. And the same applies to the minor area. Michael McNamara's number will be on that. Um, as far as I haven't seen the Tenusco one, but I am assuming that both um, David Jones and Kim Newton's phone number will be on it. And the same will apply to the Caparo area. I think it's mine and John O'Brien. But if you go into the um, Scarlet area, you have all the different um, 
people who are assisting in this call their phone numbers are on the Scarif GAF. That's the WhatsApp uh, WhatsApp, group. Yes, Yes. okay. Because when they were doing the sheets, they didn't have enough room to put all the different phone numbers and contact people in. So there's only one or two contact numbers on each sheet for the designated areas. I know. Okay, Pat, listen, a brilliant uh, scheme. Hopefully it will be very successful because certainly the work that's been done uh, for the community in that uh, facility there, you know, beside the GA Park, but very much a community facility and um, it certainly deserves to be supported. So listen. Yes, Pat. Every little bit bit helps, no matter how small it is. Small amounts add up when they're in a skip and hopefully it'll be a success and it's for a good cause. Lovely. Okay, Pat Minogue from Scarif GA, many thanks for joining us today. And again, as I said, we wish you every success with uh, the Scrap Metal Collection. Okay, Jim, thank you very much. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio.